Hour number two of Overtime Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller alongside Davis Rangy, producer Matthew, intern Bryson. Guys, are you looking to sell your home? Because right now, you have a chance to get your home featured on an actual cable television show. Julia Hurley, looking for listings? Give her a call today at 865-237-7328. Let her know the crew from Overtime sent you. So, guys, I have a major major problem with jerseys i'm a big jersey guy right nothing chaps me more than a jersey uh you you talk about the shirt jersey yes a jersey a jerk whatever you want to call it especially jerseys that are just way too big like you got to get jerseys that fit you yeah like it's one thing to have a jersey that's too big yeah, I mean, that's okay, though, because half those jerseys, like, don't uh, run size. Especially, like, right. if you put a hoodie underneath the jersey, and if it's big, if it's a big jersey, like, you can't hardly tell. Yeah, you really can't. I mean, that's what I do, like, my Tennessee basketball jersey, I ordered what size I normally order. It's big, and It's huge. Yeah, it's huge, yeah. yeah. You, so, like, you, you really got to order a size down. So, yeah. you wear a large, get a medium. Wear an XL, get a large. Well, yeah. I've been burnt before where I've ordered a size too small. And it's too tight. And it's too tight. Or then I've ordered... You all... You all need counseling. Every last one of y'all. Every last one of y'all need to go find you a therapist. Every last one of y'all need to go to church. Oh, man. Hey, man. Shirseys are just not it, man. I do own a jersey, I have to admit. It's a Tony Vitello jersey. You can't buy the jersey. That's that's one deal. Yeah. I have a jaw jersey before he decided to become a gang member for no reason. <laughs> instead fake, of just playing ball. Fake thug. That's the thing. Uh, a lot of those guys are fake tough guys. We talk about fake tough guys here. We talk about fake tough guys in the NBA. Can we – why don't we just play the game? Why don't we just play the game of football? We play the game of basketball. I'm looking up counselors for you guys as we speak. You know what? You know what, y'all? You know what? <laughs> I've never seen Matthew laugh this hard in my life. Davis is over here about to cry. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, Bryson, you created this mess. Put your face in front of that microphone and speak. We had. I, I used to have like. Well, when you were younger, you didn't really buy jerseys. No, oh, I did. You, you, bought, you bought. You bought like youth jerseys. Yeah, you bought but youth it'd be jerseys. Like a mix of jerseys and youth jerseys. I had, I had a jersey of a, I had a Ray Allen one when he was on the Celtics, but I mean that thing's probably I don't know where it's uh, at now. Yeah, I had a Paul Pierce one, a Ray Allen one. Uh, I think I had a KG one also. I mean, but you, yeah, you bought youth jerseys. Like, <laughs> okay, so the reason this argument is brought up is because I saw somebody wearing a jersey this weekend, and I thought to myself, you know what? You paid the extra money for the jersey. Why not just pay the extra 30 and get the actual jersey? Even if it's a fake Fanatics branded jersey, just buy the jersey. Uh, hey, man, Fanatics actually sells a good product. They do. Uh, Fanatics? D- depends yeah. on what it is. The jerseys yeah, are okay. Yeah, if you get a jersey from there, I think it's pretty decent. Uh, their NASCAR t-shirts are not good. I much would prefer a jersey over a jersey, but... If they don't have the jersey, then I'll probably just get the jersey. And wear it underneath the hoodie. 
No. Why would you ever wear a jersey underneath a hoodie? Why would you ever wear a jersey, period? I feel like jersey should have been left in, like, middle school. Yes. Yes, middle school. When the parents know that the thing's going to get dirty. Yes. So they don't want to spend the money on a jersey, therefore they buy a jersey. Yes. It's like a shirt. Now I feel like if you wear a jersey, it's like a shirt that you wear at like the beach or the pool or something. You take it off like immediately. Yeah. See, I'm wearing jerseys. Like you need a shirt. I don't know. I mean, I can. I mean, you wear. I don't wear either to the beach. I just, I just, if I wear a jersey, I don't want to get it like no. wet or get it dirty anything. or anything. Baseball jerseys go to the beach. Yeah, that's a, that's a good yeah. one. But yeah, like, I just worry yeah. too much about like them getting. Someone taking it while I'm in the pool or in the water or something, like at the beach. Like I just especially I worry jerseys. too much. Especially yeah. jerseys now, they're like what over a hundred dollars. Especially if it's yeah. fire, like is your favorite. Jersey. Well, especially the Mitchell and Ness jerseys. Like I got a yes. lot of those. I would hate to lose one of those. Yeah, those are like one fifty. But like I got a Easy. policy. It's like if I'm at the beach, it's a baseball jersey. If I'm just going to the pool or the lake, I'm wearing a basketball jersey. And I mean, the thing is, like stealing jerseys really? Could you imagine somebody's nasty pits? Like just uh, that odor that would. <laughs> Commence with stealing that, and you'd have to smell that for the rest of your life. I mean, when do you act? When other like you know you wear you can wear basketball jerseys and baseball jerseys, basically to the beach and stuff. When do you ever wear a football jersey that isn't to a football game? Frat parties. Yeah, I mean, that's I, when I wore yeah, the majority of mine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I see more people wearing basketball jerseys to those though. Yeah, that's all. Or feel, baseball jersey. I feel like yeah. out of all the jerseys, major sports. But it's always a legends jersey. Yeah. Basketballs are the one. Basketball jerseys are the ones that are the most common. Yes. And then probably baseball and then football. Yeah. The thing I, is, like, with I mean, my. NHL is, NHLs are expensive. NHLs jersey is like 250 Well, yeah, because, like, there's no way to fake that jersey. No. No. How do we feel about people over the age of 25 wearing, jer- like, jerseys oh, to games. Oh man, I saw a grown ass man. I never wear a jersey to a game. Last year when the blackout jerseys like first came out yeah. against South Carolina like that noon game where it was like hot as crap and we were wearing the black jersey. He was wearing, he's probably 50 years old man wearing that black jersey and he had no shirt on underneath either. I'm like come on man, we gotta draw a line at some point. Some point man. Some point. Oh man, no. Some point keep the jersey at home. Don't. If, then again, if the jersey's too tight on you, keep it at home. I just bring it up because I got a lot of hate for wearing a jersey to a football game this year. It's okay if you're in college. I mean, I like, it's like I can't like, wear a football jersey to a football game like, because I'm you got, you got hated? To be 30 years yeah, old. You got, got hated for wearing yeah. a football jersey to a football game? Yeah. I, I got people support. What's the age cutoff, though? Like 30, 25? <laughs> There's a lot of people that think that if you're over the age of 18 that you shouldn't own a jersey. That's, that's, nah, dumb. that's a dumb that, take. That's a dumb take, man. That's a freezing cold take. So, And I have a policy, too, when it comes to buying pro jerseys. If the player is retired, I will buy the jersey. But if it's a current player, I don't buy the jersey. Maybe you cut it off when either you're married or like have a child. <laughs> Maybe that's a cutoff point. Uh, you don't want to wear a jersey with your child, man. I mean, if I'm going to a football game, yes, I would. But like, maybe if, if you just buy yourself wearing a jersey, maybe that's a cutoff point. What if you're like me and you're just really just I mean, uh, you're like 21? Me? Yeah. I mean, you like you like thirty. You might be thirty, but you're like twenty one. Like you're still young. What? Yeah, that um, makes sense. I'm confused. Are you saying he can or cannot wear a jersey? Yeah, you can. Yes, you're not like you're not thirty yet. Yeah, you're not thirty. That's yet. what you're trying to just say. Yeah. You're not thirty yet. Yeah, it's, I mean that's. I mean it's not like saying, oh, well, you can be a bagger, but you can't be a cashier because a dude can't be a cashier. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Oh man, but yo, know, that's my policy when it comes to buying jerseys is the fact that it has to be a retired player. But I do have a customized jersey. Because I made a bet, and one of the stipulations was win or lose, you get to 
have a credit to buy a free jersey, so I just customized one. So I have a Titans jersey that says G.I. Jake on the back of it. I never really was into the customizing. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about the customizing. I mean, pretty cool name on the back, but I mean, I'm not getting one that says Catlin on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like you ha- almost have to go with the nickname. Yeah, at that point, it's like a license plate type of thing. Custom jersey, custom license plate. They really understood that either. Oh, I could get a customized license plate. My tags are about to expire. Just put War Wagon. Have you noticed that every letter on the new blue license plate, they all start with B? Yes. Yeah. All of them start with B. Why is that? It goes in order. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like (laughs) it was always three letters and then three numbers, then they finally reached the point where they had had 999,999 license plates printed. So then they had to start mixing in the letters Mm -hmm. with the numbers in the beginning. Well, they have seven? They have seven now on there? Seven. Okay, still seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now you can't you can't do like a Go Vols license plate can't with I, the blue ones, the new blue ones. Yeah, you can't. Blue license plates. Yeah, so you can hit uh, what is it in Gobbly Trust, or you can just leave it blank. I think I think they were they were having a problem with uh, speed cameras on the interstate with a new license plate because they were like too dark or something. That's another issue they're having with those is the fact that you can't get caught at a red light camera with those because the red light cameras are not <laughs> Father God who art in heaven hallowed be thy name and forgive <laughs> these people they know not what they do no, don't act like we're doing anything vile over here yeah, yeah, don't act we're like just having we're, a little good fun yeah, don't act like we're uh, someone who is uh, judging the dunk contest this weekend that's not acting with that type of human come on now come on well there's that no NBA on. What is on tonight, honestly? Uh, there's a game at 7. I think it's like Louisville or someone Louisville else. Louisville-Duke and then TCU-Kansas. TCU-Kansas not until 9 o'clock, so that's past our show time. Yeah. Um, Louisville and uh, what's this? Who is it? You said Duke, right? Yeah. Monday yeah. night. Duke they is pl- an 18 Oh, they're playing right favorite. now, actually. I guess I'll turn that on instead of watching these YouTube videos. Please. Please just give me something. I got to hear this during the break, though. Then we can turn it. Oh, no. Yeah, Duke was a 18.5-point favorite going into this game tonight. They are down 18-9 to right now. Duke's down. Duke's, yeah, Duke's losing right now. I would have taken taken Louisville plus 18.5, honestly. It's too big of a line. BHA start? Yes, he did. Wow. What does he have, two points? Zero. Yep. About as much as he had here. Let's go back to the phones. Tommy is next. What do you say, Tommy? How y'all boys doing this evening? Don't you start on me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. Oh, no. Man, I ain't got much on the basketball. I turned that sucker off last time. Uh, they broke my heart again. They, I told you I was done with basketball. Ready for baseball. Baseball didn't turn out too hot. And we all know the situation there. And, of course, I've been listening. And I've heard all the reaction to the basketball loss. Uh, you know, we beat Alabama. They drug me back in. I'm like, all right, all right, here we go. We're rolling. And then I watched uh, half of what I watched uh, Saturday. And then it was too pretty of a day to be sitting in there watching that. So I shut it off at halftime. And I come out to the shop and rebuilt the front end on my cousin's truck. And I, I had a lot more fun doing that. You know, Tommy's got that one thing that he does that brings him joy in life, 
gets him away from the real world, and that's going to the shop. I need something like what Tommy's got. And I used to do a lot of woodworking. I need to get back into it. Tommy, you might have just inspired me, bud. Hey, man, I wish I wish I could get in that woodworking. Uh, you know, I've just been remodeling my house, and I could use a good carpenter because I'm not one. I'm I'm mediocre at best. Uh, like I said, my whole life, that's what I've done. I've you know, been a shade tree mechanic, and that's what brings me happy, restoring cars, fixing cars. That's that's my thing when my, when my sports teams kind of slap me in the face like they have this week. Well, speaking of cars, what do you think about the race, man? Well, that's another thing, man. I the race was it started out slow, which it, it always does. Everybody's trying to get in the field with no practice or limited practice. And um it started out pretty good and then I had four screaming daughters in the living room. It was me and Justin Hanna and my cousin and his two friends sitting there and as soon as I sit down to watch about ten laps, I'd have to go cook something or clean something. So I was getting ill. But all in all, the race was pretty good, uh, except for right there at the end. Like y'all said earlier, there's a lot more racing to be had. If the if the wrecks are happening behind the field and we can make it to the start finish line under green, I, I'm all for just staying green and going for a, a checkered flag. You know, I can see if the wreck is happening midway to back stretch and it's a big one. You know, we're going to have to either throw the yellow. Or throw a red flag and just do it again. But this uh, green-white checker and having to go back to the scoring pylon and, you know, see who was in front of who at which point is, is kind of getting old and it's kind of taking the uh, the excitement and the luster out of the race, especially a race at the caliber of Daytona 500. Well, and, I mean, this is not the first time this happened. I mean, I feel like Chase Elliott got robbed of a 500, you know, the year that Michael McDowell won it. Now, granted, Michael McDowell, one of the good guys in the sport, you like to see it. But, I mean, that robbed Chase Elliott of a Daytona 500. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we done it in 98, too, you know, when Earnhardt finally got his, which I'll never say anything bad about that. That's one of the best moments in our sport, you know, to see every pit crew member come down and congratulate him. They knew how important that was, how close he had been in his career there. But you look at where that wreck happened and what magnitude it was and when they threw the yellow and he come around under caution to win it. Uh, you know, that kind of took some of the luster out. Looking back at the at the time, you know, that was great. You know, it, it finally happened. But if it happened today like that, we'd all be up in arms about it, just kind of like we were. Uh, congrats to Ricky Stenhouse and all of Branch, Mississippi. I mean, uh, that's great for JTG Doherty. Uh, their last big win was what when uh, Almondinger won Watkins Glen. Yes, and think about this: Brad Doherty has a Daytona 500 before Michael Jordan does. Oh, you give Michael Jordan time; he's going to have it. I mean, Travis Pastrana. I mean, his first time ever in the car. In this he looked series. good, man. I mean, he come out there with the top what eleventh. I mean, he come out eleventh place. I mean, there was a lot of good drivers up there towards the end. It's just, you know, circumstances happen at these tracks. You know, you know, stuff happens. That's why you're if if you're in it, you know, with the last life, you got a shot. Yeah, I mean, it just sucked for me because you know I'd had money sprinkled around on a few of these drivers, and who is the one guy that always seems to find his way to the front that we never mentioned last week that has won it before? Ricky Stenhouse. We oh, yeah. we never mentioned him. And I felt like an idiot 
for not at least putting something down on him because oh. he's um I don't know if you call him a plate track expert. I mean, this is his third plate track win. Yeah, he's got three career wins and two of them are at Daytona. One of them's at Talladega. But I think the reason that we didn't kind of see him coming with this 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 year's race, because you know you look at his two races, what was he in? He was in a Roush affiliated Ford, mm-hmm. and they're always strong there. I did not see a Chevrolet winning this race. I didn't either, but here we are. And I'm telling you, man, I kind of like Bryson. I thought that Kyle Busch had a chance there at the end. I was like, he might actually do it. This is his 19th try. He might actually get it. Uh, he he's probably gonna be a he's probably gonna be a favorite for next year. You know, depends on how RCR goes this year with him. I think they're gonna have some ups and downs with the the new team, the new car, the new driver. Everybody getting kind of affiliated with each other. I think they'll be I think they'll be pretty stout. They show some good speed. Uh, all weekend long dinner. And I mean, think about this, Tommy. How stupid does Toyota look right now? Letting him just walk. Yeah, I don't know if it was a deal with Toyota, if it was deals with just sponsorship problems, but, you know, he went to RCR and know they got the sponsorship going along with him. They got Chevrolet backing him. Uh, yeah, Toyota, and, and I'm surprised, too, there's a lot there's not a lot more Toyota teams in the Cup Series. And even down in the Xfinity Series, you look, it's majority Ford, Chevrolet. Toyota's just not getting the back end, and that's what kills me because they got a great development program with the ARCA Series, the Truck Series, and everything coming up. But once these guys get to the peak of the next or the Xfinity Series, they don't have anywhere to go to the Cup Series. That's I'd say that they buyers. had a good development program because, I mean, Kyle Busch Motorsports, they're all driving Chevrolet. Well, I'm saying that's exactly what I'm saying. Now, yeah. William Byron, he was driving for Kyle Busch Motorsports in the truck. He was dominating. Noah Gregson. And he, he had nowhere to go. So where did he go? He went to Hendrick Motorsports because that was an open seat. And Kyle Busch even told him, hey, you need to take this. You'll, you'll never get an opportunity like this. If you mess around, you'll be going racing for Rick Ware or uh, Front Row. And do you think it I mean, partially has to do with the fact that you know, Joe Gibbs, they had teams under them. They had teams that were affiliated with them. You look at Furniture Row, Levine Family Racing, and teams like that. And it's like Joe Gibbs didn't want them to become bigger than what he was. So in order to keep them down, of course, you saw this with Martin Truex, let's just raise the price of what it's going to cost to be affiliated with us. That's exactly it. I mean, you look, Furniture Row went out and won that championship, which is great. That's a Cinderella story. Had a great driver. Do the under teams under them, and it, and it happens with all affiliated teams, either it be RCR, whether it be Stuart Hoss Racing affiliated now with Rick Ware. They're not getting every bit of information, and you know, of course, they're all getting the same parts now. It's all supplied part, but they're not getting all the the wind tunnel information. They're not getting all the track and tire data. I mean, they're just getting pretty much the same components, but they're not getting all the data. I mean, you look at Rick Ware's shop compared to what Tony Stewart and Gene Hollis's shop looks like. They've got a lot more machinery. They got a lot more engineers that can they can come up with a better race plan than what your Rick Ware cars can do. And it's the same way with Joe Gibbs. I mean, they just they were saying, Hey, we'll give you a little bit here and there, but you're not gonna be better than us. Well, I mean, I feel like the only one that's really tight knit with who they're affiliated with is obviously Wood Brothers and Penske. I feel like that's the only one that you can really make the case for. It's like, okay, yeah, these guys are working hand in hand. 
Yeah, yeah. Wood Brothers, they they uh they're really they're really tight with Penske. I, that's a pretty good organization right there. One thing that hasn't really been said enough today about last night is, you know, shout out to Austin Dillon. He really protected Kyle Bush last night until he couldn't. Yeah, exactly. Austin Dillon, I mean, no, we, we give him you no know, crap all the time saying, no, he's just a golden child. He's not better than his younger brother because his younger brother hasn't had the opportunities or the cars that Austin has been provided. But when you look back at a lot of the plate tracks and a lot of your big, uh, you know, you say Charlotte and Kansas and all them, he's, He's a pretty good driver there, and he he understands the the technique it takes to to make it to the end of the Daytona or Talladega. I mean, he he has that mindset, and he has a pretty good vehicle underneath him. And uh, I think uh, Kyle Busch, a, a championship driver, uh, a great guy that understands what it takes to make a car run better. I think he'll be great for that RCR team, and he might be able to you know elevate Austin Dillon up to the next level where he needs to be. He very well could. I mean, that might be what Austin Dillon's needed this whole time. I think it is. I... It could be. I mean, you look, he's really not had any kind of leadership. He has been the leader, and he kind of got through in it, um, I think, a little too early. Uh, I think it's going to be great for him. And uh, shout out real quick, too, to you know, Jimmy Johnson had a good run. No, I know he got crashed there at the end, but uh, he showed he still got it. Uh, I'm excited to see his uh, part-time schedule this year. That's going to be interesting for sure. Uh did not expect that. That is the one thing I did not expect was to see Jimmy Johnson in the top ten with ten to go. Yeah, I hated it for him. I hoped he'd come out a little bit better, but you know that's that's the super speedway. You no know, luck of the draw you get. I mean, it's just no fault of your own. You just get caught up and have nowhere to go. That's just that's just part of it, and that's why it's so exciting. Absolutely, Tommy. You got anything else for us, buddy? No, boys. I'm I'm gonna hang up. Keep listening. Y'all have a great evening. Appreciate the phone call, Tommy. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way. Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio. Davis, Matthew, you all have got to be dying right now at the NASCAR talk. Pretty bored. I'll tell you what, guys, just watch one. That's all I'm asking. Just watch one. I don't have time to sit around for five hours. It's not five hours. What if we text y'all when there's 20 laps left? You text me when there's two. Five, yeah, five or two, maybe one. Maybe the last lap lasts, what, like 20 seconds, maybe? 40? 50? I got, I can, 20 laps is going to take, like... I can spare 50 seconds in my day. Well, now we're to the lap. point, like, it takes 44 to 50 seconds to get around Daytona. Now we're getting into tracks. It takes about 30 seconds to get around. So you're getting two laps per minute. Okay. So what's like the longest What's the longest oh, race? The Coca-Cola 600. No. 600 miles, 400 laps around a half mile or a mile and a half track. Now oh that one does God. go forever. Yeah, please, please don't text me. There's 20 laps. I'm not trying to waste an hour and a half of my day. Well, no, like 20 laps left in that, you're looking at about 10 minutes. Still too much. Still too much. <laughs> I don't get why y'all hate it so much. I don't hate NASCAR. I'm it's just, boringer I, than hell. I mean, you just said 400 <laughs> laps. And it's the same thing until, like, what did you say, the last five laps? Well, you could literally probably turn it on, watch the first lap, come back and what did you say, four hours in that, in that race? About three. Three hours, and it would be the same thing until the last few laps, what you just said. Well, and that's why they've implemented the stage racing, because you get points for finishing, finishing first in each stage, which counts towards your playoff points. There's playoffs? Yeah. 
Since when? Uh, when did they start that? That would have been 2012. So there's a ch- uh, I guess there's a championship. Yeah. It kind of works like how uh, the FedEx Cup does, I guess, then. So basically the way it works is back in the old days, like when Dale Earnhardt was racing and everything, it was all based off of points. It's like, okay, this guy finished here, this, they finished there, equals this amount of points. They keep up with this through the year, obviously. Well, Jeff Gordon had won four championships. So it was like, okay, this guy will win seven championships if we don't change points. And if you never did, he would have won seven. Kyle Busch would have two, but he wouldn't have won it in the first year that he did. And then they implemented the chase. All the points basically reset for your top 12 drivers. Now they're on a system to where 16 of the top drivers get in, and it's three races, three races, three races, one race. Four drivers get eliminated depending on how they finish in that iteration of races. I know it's early, but what would you say has a better a chance of happening? Us going to the Sweet 16 in basketball or baseball going to Omaha? Oh, baseball, baseball going baseball, to Omaha. Baseball. Baseball. Okay. I didn't know. Consensus. I thought that would be like uh, – because it's a lot harder to get there to Omaha in baseball than a Sweet 16, correct? Yes. So. Common sense would say Sweet 16. Would you say, okay, how about this? Make it to the nat- – not saying you win the national championship. Make it to the final national championship. What is it? Best of three? Omaha? Yeah. yeah best the national three, yeah. championship. Mm-hmm. Do we have a better chance of making it there or Rick Barnes making a Sweet 16? I think you got a better chance of National championship. Yeah. <sighs> that says something. Well, and the thing is, like, baseball is a lot harder to accomplish that in just because of how weird the sport is. Like, it's probably – I mean, obviously, on the defensive side of the ball, you're, you got to have a lot of teamwork there just because you got to know what's coming, how hard the guy can throw, where he's going to throw it, all that. But in baseball, on the offense side, it's literally just you. It's like it's like it's like basically when you're hitting a baseball, it's like tennis. It's just you out there. Yeah. You versus the pitcher. It's one on one every single time. Every single time. You just got to worry about whether it's a fastball, it's a all, slider, a curveball. It's all mind sinker. games. It's all mind games at the end of the day. And of course, you have to rely on your base runners as well. But then your base runners have to rely on you to be able to hit the ball and not get you tagged out as well. When does the show come out? Xbox. Uh, Soon. March, maybe. Yeah, March I need like, to start grinding that again. March, like, 14th, maybe. Jake Miller. How many home runs do I have? Like, 995 career home runs? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that would be, like, a little bit of a little discussion, but I guess not. National Championship I mean, or Sweet 16? I, I, mean, mean, I mean, let's just be honest. Do you think – what do you think? You asked the question. Hmm. I would have said Omaha, but I don't. I don't know about the national championship one just because it's so hard. I and mean, we went there and lost to what Virginia and Texas. Correct. Yeah, it's double elimination, right? Yeah. But you're just playing one-offs until you get to the natty, right? And it's a three-game. We had, we do have the best pitching staff in the country, though. Is it is it one-off until semifinals or the natty? Like semifinal still one game. I thought Ole Miss played a three game series they last did. year. They did a natty, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I didn't watch the semifinals because we weren't in it. But I don't know if semifinals are three games or one game. I think double elimination until the final series. Okay. Because Ole Miss played who last year? I can't even remember. Like that's the thing is like when you have those big tournaments like that, it's hard for me to remember 
like who played who and like some of the bigger <laughs> games. Like I remember big upsets like in the NCAA basketball tournament in March Madness. Yeah. Like I remember that. Like games like that. But could you name me the past ten NCAA basketball champions? Yeah, probably, yeah. Go ahead. Uh Kansas last year. Uh Baylor the year before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh COVID. COVID. Doesn't count. Uh twenty nineteen was uh was it Virginia? No. Yeah, it was yes. Virginia. Yes, Virginia. Virginia. Twenty eighteen was Villanova. Twenty seventeen UNC. UNC. Twenty sixteen, I think Villanova won. No, yeah, Villanova won again on that shot. Uh, 20, no, that was twenty fifteen. No. Yeah, it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, because twenty fifteen was Duke. No, no Duke was twenty fourteen. Yep, twenty fifteen. No, uh, um, damn. It was uh, who played Wisconsin? Wisconsin beat Kentucky, right? Yeah, but who played? Oh, UConn. Yeah, UConn. UConn. Yep. Uh, Louisville won it one year. Payton Silva. Yep. Uh, UConn won it one year against Kentucky. Um, that's that, that's ten, yeah, man. I think that's about it. But yeah. um, yeah. So with KD, Rick Barnes went to the round of thirty-two. Who else is on that team? Wait, wait, wait. Marcus Aldridge. I thought he made it to the Elite Eight. No, that is a false narrative. No, he made it to the round of 32 with KD and DJ Augustine. AJ Abrams, I'm just going to list out people that you've heard of. DJ Augustine, Kevin Durant. Well, I guess I should name the whole roster because yeah. it's yeah, DJ Augustine, Kevin Durant, and a bunch of nobodies. There you go. AJ Abrams, Connor Atchley, DJ Augustine, Kevin Durant, Matt Hill, Damian Jones, JD Lewis, Justin Mason, Dexter Pittman, Harrison Smith, and Craig Winder. 2006, 2007, Texas Longhorns. Yep. 25 and 10 overall, 12 and 4 in conference. NCAA Division One, round of 32. We got pretty close, man. I'll tell you this right now. In the last 10, who was 15? 15 was Duke. Like I said, they beat they beat Wisconsin. Ah, they beat true. Wisconsin, yeah. And then before Duke was UConn and Louisville. So yeah, we only missed 2015. Oh, here's you another one. Daniel Gibson, P.J. Tucker, and LaMarcus Aldridge for two years and couldn't make a Final Four. What? LaMarcus Aldridge, that would have been, what, 9 10 Let me look. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I don't want their schedule. Roster. Oh, Avery Bradley. He had Avery Bradley in 9 10 Yep. And they got bounced in the first round of 64 with <laughs> Avery Bradley on that team. Hmm. It's kind of sad, man. Ah, man. Sad. That's real tough. But after KD left, he made the Elite Eight next year. Let's see who's on that team. DJ Augustine's AJ Abrams guy. So basically, DJ Augustine carried that team to Elite Was Eight. Dexter Pittman still on that team? Yeah. yeah. I remember Pittman. Give me the Aldridge years. I'm trying to find Marcus Aldridge. That would have been 20. Golly, bro. 2009, 2010, would it not? Uh, was he before? He wasn't before KD. No. No, he was after. It had to be 2010-11. Yeah. 2010-11. I don't even see – maybe Wikipedia is just lying, but I don't see LaMarcus Aldridge on this roster. No, LaMarcus Aldridge was definitely – He was a, he was definitely in the NBA. He was, like, in his prime almost yeah. in, like, 13-14. So, unless I'm missing something I thought, here. I, he might be before. I don't think – He was I don't second overall in the 2006 draft. Yep. Yeah, he was before Kevin Durant. Yep. Why do – why do I have this perception that he was after KD? Because I guess because Lamarcus Aldridge is 
kind of a boring player. And, yeah. yeah. You just don't pay attention to yeah. enough. I, I didn't know that either. P.J. Tucker. There you go. P.J. Tucker, LaMarcus Aldridge. Golly, man. Yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge average. First round, round of 64. Yep. And then the next year, same team ran it back, and they made the Elite Eight. And I just want to make something clear really quick. I've got some rumblings, or heard some rumblings today. Um, No one here has said that we should fire Rick Barnes. No one has said that on these airwaves. And I know that some people have talked about it, and I don't know why those people are talking about it. I have a lot of respect for a lot of the guys that you know have said this, and I'm just really confused as to why. That was said, because nobody here has ever said that, and it's all based on some narrative that some idiot put out on Twitter. I mean, I want. I think it's time for him to retire, but... But no one has ever said that he should be fired. No. No. I don't, I don't think any of us have said the words, please if, fire Rick Bourne. If you just threw his... <laughs> I think I said it last year after the mission game, but I wasn't at the station yet. So. I was done with him after the Oregon State game almost. I was pissed after that one. Yeah, I mean, that that just really bothered me today because, like I said, I know some of the guys over there. I talked to a couple of them, and I'm just really confused as to why they would take that to the airways if they did. I'm, I haven't confirmed it or anything, but I've heard the rumblings today. Oh, well. But, yeah, this just goes back to the Evan Russell thing last year during the postseason and they were like well he popped hot for steroids that's why he's not playing and then it gets reported on espn when that just came from a troll twitter account and some knoxville media members had actually ran with that it's like richard g west that probably was oh it wasn't even richard g west this was just some bozo i've never seen that i've never seen that on, on if, if you throw out rick barnes his first two years here i won't include those because that was pretty bad when he got here but 26 and 9 31 and 6 17 and 14 18 and 9 27 and 8 um, out of those five years, I mean, looking at that, you would assume that they that team at least you don't put Tennessee or Rick Barnes next to you. You assume they at least made a deep run once, but no, Sweet Sixteen is the deepest you've gone out of those five years. Tony Bennett still at Virginia? Yes. Okay. Why do you want him? Now Virginia just came up on the board. I don't know. Virginia always does something besides well, the one year they lost to UNBC, but then they won the championship the next year. So now, when Rick does retire, I want to throw a name out there, um, and he is familiar with the area. I'll keep it at that. He was a Division two coach and did really well at LMU. Josh Shirts, Indiana State. Tyreek Key's Tyree, coach. Yeah, he let Tyreek Key score. Yeah, he'll, he'll let him. Well, that's the thing is Tyreek Key left when he got there. Oh. Ah. No. Mm-hmm. Josh Shirts, 30 and 29. Going to hire a 500 coach. He had a, I mean, they put him in a jam, dude. What's his record this year? 19 and 9. Oh. Almost the same. <laughs> Almost the same, but look at the competition they have to play earlier in the year versus the competition we have to play earlier in the year. Yep. What was his That's game? why it's so hard to gauge these small school coaches, man. I don't know, man. I think you got to go big fish on Frick Barnes retires. What did you say this game was? 18-9 to nine at one point, Louisville was winning? Yeah, it was like early. Now they're down 35-26. That'd be 37. Jake, you got any word on the Maui-Ahuna situation? Uh, 
No, I do not. I thought that was absolutely ridiculous on the NCAA's part that, you know, we didn't we weren't even able to inform his parents that he wasn't going to be eligible to play this weekend and they had flew in to watch them play. That was absolutely ridiculous on the NCAA's part and you know, we got word of that on Friday. And it really doesn't make sense as to why it's always a Tennessee player, and I'm sure there's more, but it seems like I th- we always have an issue with a transfer. Uh, yeah, like he's been here for a whole semester now, and this is going on. I don't. And it's a shame his parents came all the way from Hawaii. Russell said it was like what 26 people. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, this goes back to the point that the NCAA is one of the most corrupt organizations in. And in the world, I mean, let's call it like it is. I mean, they punished a school in Oklahoma State, banned them from postseason play for a year over something that happened under a previous coach and a previous set of guys who were none, none of them of which were no longer at this university, and punished them because of stuff that the former guy had did and former players had did. Did any of y'all uh could do the Maui Ahuna thing at uh Weigels this weekend? No. It's kind of like uh, who's more corrupt. The FIFA organization or NCAA? I mean, they're all on par with the U.S. government. Yep. Well, didn't think I'd talk about the U.S. government today. Well, I just did, and I told the truth. Tell me where I lied. Stay with us. Final segment of the program coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Final segment of Overtime, Fan Run Radio. It's Jake Miller, it's Davis Rangi, it's producer Matthew, it's intern Bryson, and it's you. Oh, man. So, I'm glad that my anniversary was on Saturday. That way I could take my mind off the game a little bit. Happy anniversary. Happy yeah. anniversary. Yeah, 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 happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. So, I was able to eat some good food, some really good food this weekend. Hopefully, we can work something out with them and promote them on air no, hmm. f- no free ads is this a steak restaurant no nah. like a steak on the mind i do pizza hmm. pizza steak it's not <laughs> it's not jets obviously nah we didn't weren't out that way this weekend we were back at the homeland uh memphis no my homeland oh those are hers in the deep dark hills of campbell county but you know, you got to be thankful. Got a pretty cool present. Got her something nice. Life's good. What did you get her? I got her a necklace. Did you get her anything for Valentine's? No. I mean, it's probably what's so close to each other. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of what we do. It's like it's so close, there's no need. So she didn't get mad at that? No. Did, uh, I was about to say, what kind of necklace did you get her? Pandora. Pandora. What color? Yeah. Rose gold. Rose gold. Yeah. All the way around, or is it like? Yeah. A, I don't even okay. know. That's just that, that's just like gold, right? Rose gold, or is it like red? I don't even know. It's like a pinkish tint. Yeah, to it. it's like a yeah. little pink tint. Yeah. 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 My first Valentine's Day, man. I actually had to do something. Your first Valentine's Day, you've actually had to do something. Yep. Wow. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, congrats, man. <laughs> <laughs> Flowers and chocolate, man. 
Ah, you got to throw some breadsticks and pizza in there. Yeah, he's going over the top today, man. Chocolates and flowers. <laughs> flowers were, like, expensive as hell. Where'd you go? Oh, that's another thing I want to point out. Is flowers. flowers are stupid expensive. CJ Lilly. Okay, yeah. Like, Man, like this? 130 for the flowers. Could have went down by the river and picked you a batch for free. Yeah, I mean, dude, flowers, getting them delivered is insane. They Did look you say good, 130? Though. Yeah, they look good, though, but I mean, damn. Y'all, what are we doing? We need to start a flower shop. Matthew, you're the GM. Run the books. I mean, I know, I know a flower shop in Memphis. I actually have two in Memphis, so. Oh, yeah. You run it, I'll have my mother make the T-shirts. Dozen long stem pink roses, what it was. One thirty. What? what? You paid over ten dollars per rose. I don't know how this flower thing works, <laughs> 10 man. Bucks I was scrambling rose. here. Hello. Don't they sell flowers at like Publix? Yes, but she. Uh, what am she, I gonna make her go pick up the flowers? <laughs> I mean, no, but you can. You can go pick them. Oh, up. you go to Walmart. Just take the Walmart tag off of it, man. Uh, there's a lot. There's, she could have done a lot. <laughs> like, Are you blaming? That was good, but she liked the gift, man. I mean, I'm not blaming you, but damn, one thirty. <laughs> It's a little complicated because if she's in Memphis and I'm here, yes, then how yes, I know. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, just go to Walmart and splurge. Like, yeah, that, that's real romantic, man. man. You, uh, uh, hey, she can get the Venmo. Like, call your Walmart ain't no joke, man. It's not safe either. Yep. What is in Memphis though? <laughs> did the chocolate at least come with the flowers? Uh, yeah, it did. Okay, uh, okay. Makes yeah. a little uh, better. Wait, actually, no, it did not. Oh. <laughs> I had to go to Dentstools to get the chocolate. Hey, don't hate on Dentstools. Hey, Dentstools are good. <laughs> Uh, I love the little coffee beans with the chocolate coating. And Bryson, what did you do for Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even remember. What did you get for Valentine's Day, Davis? Um, I got a Lulu hoodie and some crumble cookies. Nice. It's a pretty decent exchange, I would say. I love me some crumble cookies. What did you get, Catlin? Nah, nothing. Producer Matthew? What did you get, Bryson? I uh, mean, Matthew celebrated this weekend. Yep. Uh, I know y'all did. Yep. <laughs> start a start a holiday for you, Matthew. <laughs> start an awareness holiday. Hey, <laughs> man, man, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Try biz dude's wingman. He fumbled tremendously. When? Like two weekends ago. Oh, my phone was broken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, holy mid anyway. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> Looking back on it, I fumbled this weekend too, so it's all right, man. Uh, it's okay, brother. He had it set up to a T. She was like, she took his glasses off, like, oh, I like these glasses. She like put them on hey, and everything. Give me, the, give me those back, thanks. Can't see. He literally just snatched them and like put up, like, dude, like, I was like, I'm yeah. I, am I taking tips from the man who just celebrated his first Valentine's? Are we really doing this right now? We're doing on air. I literally had it set up. I was like balls on T, everything. That's I, all. I don't I, care, man. Oh yeah, not going home. Not doing that. Not she wasting took his glasses. She oh. took his glasses. I was like, "Oh, I like these glasses." I was like, "I was like, yeah, you think thanks. my man's? I was like, you might think my man's cute over She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, okay." Appreciate the glasses. Thanks. Can't see you. Uh, you were mid with the glasses on. Mid with the glasses <laughs> off. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Somebody's catching a stray. I don't even remember her name. I don't either. Anastasia. Anastasia. <laughs> Here we go. Sure. Here we go. Poor Anastasia, man. Cares. Is that even her name? No. I don't have no idea. I have no idea. I don't, I don't think this I like asked for it. like two weeks ago. I don't think I asked for a name. <laughs> all I think all I said was, a, thanks for my glasses back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, oh. Valentine's is just another day in my life. Yeah. 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 Consisting a, of two things. Yep, yeah, it's just uh, another 24 hours of my day. I used to have to act like I liked Valentine's Day, too, so. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Not anymore. <laughs> 
Ah, just a, a day in the middle of February that uh keeps passing me by for 22 years, and got to just live with it. Uh, uh, I lucked up. You know, I I usually get pretty good gifts. Christmas, birthday, Valentine's. It all works out. What'd she get you? Jordan 1s. Low or high? High. Uh, okay. I got drip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anastasia probably would have hooked you up, man. <laughs> got you those dunks. Yeah. Would have been like a week before Valentine's. Yeah, not spending money. I mean, it could be worse. If than I'm not, first... if I'm not in the relationship, I'm not spending money. Well, on Valentine's. Day. Let me tell you, like it could be worse. It could be like my first ever Valentine's Day where I, I forgot what I bought. She like wanted a purse or something, and I didn't know a thing about purses. So I go to Target and buy a purse. I got slapped with that purse because I thought I was doing something nice. I'm like, oh, this is like 50 bucks. I don't know, man. I think it's the thought that counts, right? It's supposed to be, right? you tried. It's supposed to be. It's all material. I'm not going to lie, It's all material. Oh, man. And I had to take her home after this, and she goes to her mom, he did this. Can you believe this? And she's like, well, he means well. Exactly. I'm not even gonna lie, bro. I bought a girl something. She slapped me with it. Like, you better man than me. Like, I'm breaking up with her probably. Oh, I did. Oh, this is not the fiance. No. Okay, so no. I free reign to talk. All right, yeah. Yeah. Trash human being. Yep. If you yeah, you buy somebody a gift and they throw it. back. It's a red flag. Yeah, that's a huge red flag. That's a big toxic trait, if you ask me. Oh man, that was that was not good. I I didn't even break up with her to her face. I just sent her text like, yeah, we we ain't gonna work out. I'm going to Wendy's. Davis, the flower still living? I think so. See, it better be. I mean, I don't even know. Like, the, I didn't know the thing with flowers, man. Like, anytime, like, no, well, obviously, I've never gotten flowers before. I don't swing that way. But like, if I get flowers, I, you know, I thought you were supposed to. Oh, nice gesture. You throw them out. But nah, apparently, supposed to put them in a vase. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you're supposed to buy flowers in the vase. I don't know. I don't know the lifespan of flowers, man. A day. An hour. Them, I mean, if you keep them water, they probably last a good week. Do they need sunlight? I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I think they. I think heaven forbid a, we get in an apocalypse and we have to grow our own vegetables. Every last one of us will be starving. I think that's a, a plus as the sunlight, but I don't think it needs sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't really know. Yeah, we're just kind of talking. About, <laughs> we have no idea what we're saying. Growing vegetables in a world, a what? Uh, world War Z. The last of us. That's the last thing I'm thinking of. The growing vegetables and we're all horsing. Getting the hell out of here, man. I'm not growing yeah, vegetables. I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go tend to my garden. <laughs> it's like we're all just stuck down here in this pit, this little concrete box of a radio station we have. Matthew has to go outside, he's already out of clothes, his clothes have burnt off, he's just running to the garden naked. Yep. Just have, all we have is coffee and skunk coffee. Yes, and a piece of gum. We live off that. Uh, pretty hard for zombies to get through here, man. Not a lie. Uh, if there ever was an apocalypse, I'm coming here. This place is not getting destroyed yeah, by anything. Yeah, I, I, there's movies, all these people trying to evacuate, man. You, yeah, it's just dumb to try to evacuate, man. Just stay in your house and hope for the best. <laughs> Are you apocalypse expert, ain't it, man? <laughs> <sighs> just trying to make it. You know about zombies, don't it? <laughs> sure. We literally just spent our entire last segment talking about Valentine's Day and gardening. <laughs> Garden some tomatoes. 
Yep. Lack thereof, Valentine's. Oh, uh, if we don't have pizza during this apocalypse, man, I'm I'm gonna fight somebody. Going this job. <laughs> you know what? That's enough. <laughs> Play the damn music. Hit the damn button. That's gonna do it for us. Thanks, Davis. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Bryson. Thank you. You're the only normal human being in this studio right now. <laughs> Something else coming up next here on WKGN. Tune in tomorrow for three and out right here on Fan Run Radio.